Action Park Media. Kia ora everyone, a very exciting episode of the podcast today. I am chatting to the wonderful Michelle. She's a Kiwi influencer who now lives in Australia and she is a joy and a treasure. And if you need a bit of a pick-me-up, some great advice on mindset, or perhaps you are looking to make a bit of a pivot in your life or a big change, this is the episode for you. This is Pretty Depressed with Michelle. Welcome to the amazing Michelle. Now, the reason why I wanted to have you on this podcast is I started following you a while ago and you did this, you probably didn't even think twice about it, but this post in the car where you were talking about like friends and supporting each other and feeling kind of at your wits end a little bit in the car in New Zealand. And I started following you since that day and it just feels like you, I don't know what happened and if it was that day and you can dive into it later, but I feel like you've kind of taken this whole pivot in life. And one of the reasons I wanted to have you on the show today is um, to talk about that, but also I feel like moving country and calling a spade a spade and really taking control of your life and not playing victim ever anything is something that can be really challenging for people, especially making big, bold decisions. So as someone who I follow, who feels like you've done all of that, um, (laughs) I'd love to break it down. So a long intro, but welcome, Michelle. Thank you. Oh, thank Um, you so much for having me. Yeah. I I can't believe that's when you started following me. I like, yeah. Um, which might feel like a long time ago now, but maybe kind of take us back and paint the picture of what life was like in New Zealand for you, because your experience is incredibly relatable. That's why you have such a big following, you know? Um, Well, I guess, obviously my background is a registered nurse. So I come from a small town um, in the North Island. So everyone knows everyone. I went to a small school, even my partner always says like, we can't go anywhere without you knowing someone, because when you're in a small town, you just, you're like, you just know everyone. Um, and I guess moving to the big city, I had like a big, I guess, moment of like, holy crap, like this place is huge. I had like a bit of anxiety where I was like, oh my God, there's just so many people, you know, I was, that was a huge adjustment of my life where I was like, oh my God, small things. I had to close my curtains, you know, I'm not used to just like looking at sheep outside when I'm naked out the window. Yeah. Um, and so that was a huge like culture shock for me. And then obviously went to uni, did my degree. And I guess having that change of like moving and friendships and stuff. And um, I obviously met my partner at uni. And to be honest with you, he's been really inspiring to me in terms of really helping me with my mindset. You know, like when I first started Instagram and things like that, I didn't quite fully invest myself and put myself out there because, it, you know, you can feel. I guess, vulnerable. And I guess this was in a day and age where you could just post a pretty picture. You didn't have to have personality and stuff, you know, like there was no substance to a lot of great big um, influences. And um, I guess that barrier of, you know, caring what other people think and all of that sort of stuff really held me back. Um, And I guess coming from a small town, there's a lot of negativity where, and I guess tall poppy syndrome in New Zealand, where if you're doing things people kind of have this attitude of like, what are you trying to prove? Like, what are you doing? You know, Um, Mm. which is really hard when you, when you're a small creator, you, you already have self-doubt. Everyone experiences it. Like it's just part of life. Um, And I think just overcoming that barrier being like, you know what, I'm probably never going to see these people again. Like 
You've just got to do it for yourself. And half the time people are looking because they're like, I wish I had the confidence to do that. You know, like that that actually 90% of people are looking like, wow, I wish I could have the confidence to do that. And there's only probably 10% of people being like, oh, what are you doing? You know, it's all, it's literally all in our head. Um, And I think once I started to, I guess, accept that, I just started to put myself out there a lot more and that attracted a lot more people and people were like, oh, it's just nice to have like just a general Joe. <laughs> and I'm like, good, because that's all I am, you know. Um, so, yeah, that I guess that's where I kind of started the barrier and I guess having friendships and things like that, you have your people that you're friends with for a long time and I guess my mindset started to change and I really wanted people to not think that, you know, just because I've got followers or I've changed as a person or I've become something different and I think I'm too good. It was more so that I couldn't relate to people anymore because my mindset was different, if that makes sense, you know, and it was more so like, what do you break break that down for us? Because mindset can be, you know, were you starting to think more positively, more open-minded? Bigger, and like what, bigger. What, I was, I was thinking bigger. Like I was almost like delusional. Great, <laughs> perfect. Yeah, and yeah, like, yeah. yes, I just was thinking bigger. And and sometimes when I was around people that, you know, was like, would explain their situations and always a negative mindset. And I've always been the friend that's like, oh, maybe think about it like this. I was always very optimistic. And I guess it became like I, I'm a big empath person. So when people share their stuff with me, I take it home a lot with me. And so it effect, I noticed it really started to affect my own energy. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm I'm feeling like I'm always leaving these conversations, feeling like my cup has been emptied and which is fine and completely normal. It's, you've got to be that friend to be there for other people. But when it's affecting your own, you know, mindset and things, I I realized I started to be around, you know, some people that were in a very growth mindset. And I was like, oh my God, the conversation is just really different, you know? And I guess I just always left being like, wow, like I feel inspired. I don't feel, you know, and I, I guess I left conversations where people I'd be on, I guess other friends, sorry, other friends that I had grown up with, the conversation almost felt like whenever I explained what I was doing, you know, how they were doing, they would take it as I'm gloating or, you know, but I'm, I'm genuinely just saying what I'm doing. And so it kind of got to the mindset where I was like, you can't genuinely ask someone how they're doing if you're not ready to hear what they're doing and walk away with a negative attitude about it. Um, if anything, if someone's doing something amazing, I walk away and be like, damn, that makes me so inspired. Like, I want to do that. Yeah. Not, not in a jealousy sense. Um, and so I guess really separating the two. Um, and I'm very old school. I think I've, I've grown up like a bit older. So I've noticed like small things. I guess I matured quite fast, which is like a good and a bad sense. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's no, you know, like I have no negative attitude towards previous friends that I'm friends with I would genuinely like if someone messaged me the other day I'd be like like I'm genuinely but I just yeah I think there's that kind of stigma between influences that we're this thing mm. when we're really just normal people <laughs> yeah <laughs> with I, everyday problems and we just the, give a to people about it I like that switch in mindset because I do think 
And it's, uh, you have to be careful. You have to kind of put up boundaries because if you're around too much scarcity mindset, people who, you know, maybe in a funk at the moment, which you're right. Sometimes you have to step in and be that friend. But if you're constantly around like a very separate example, but for example, here in LA, there's an actor's strike. So a lot of people have been without work or without opportunity for like a hundred days. I have learned as someone who has like depression and anxiety, if I engage in too much of that online or whatever, then I start to spiral. So I have to like, whilst I support the strike and all of that, I have to have to try and hold on to hope or other opportunities or other things, because I know that if I get sucked in, it's much harder for me to get myself out. So I think that's kind of like what you're saying is like when you're aware of the conversations that are going on around you and you just kind of take a toll of like, did this fill my cup or empty it? Did it leave me feeling good or bad? And if you're experiencing too much and it can be really hard if you're in relationship with someone who's going through a season like that, or perhaps you're in a environment. Um, I'd love to know when you said you really admired your partner's mindset, what about him, if you don't mind speaking about him, about his mindset is inspiring to you or how does he deal with situations so we can all take a talk yeah no no (laughs) literally um I guess like whenever I'm having low days like he has a very strong mindset which I really love like he I still remember having like 2,000 followers sitting in the car and I literally said to him this was probably like five years ago and I was like I really want this um and he's like you've just you've just got to do it like you can't care what anyone thinks and um and even now like I think he really pulls me up on it. And I think that's why we balance each other really well is if I ever have low days or feel thing, he's like, just, it's normal, babe. Like, mm-hmm. and I'm like, yeah, you're right. Like stop spiraling about it. Like, okay, you feel flat today. Like, what do you feel like doing? And so it's more just like accepting and being aware of the situation. And I'm very lucky and very fortunate to say that I haven't really experienced like depression or any sort of severe I, I I don't know how but I just have it's okay don't 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 feel yeah. bad yeah. about it that's a no, really good thing I, you know <laughs> but like sometimes it's really hard for me to sometimes um and sometimes some people could take it the wrong way when I talk to people that have experienced it and when I talk about it, I'm like oh it's just like a mindset thing and I I feel bad because I I can't relate because I I I haven't experienced it enough myself that I haven't let myself let it control me so I guess I've had a very open mindset of 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 things and whenever I'm like okay babe like you've got you're you're feeling a bit flat that's normal that's the first thing is accepting that that is just normal and I think having less expectations, like you can have standards of things that you expect, mm-hmm. um, but having no expectations to be disappointed, you know, like when I go to a cafe and they make my eggs wrong, like it's just eggs, you know, mm-hmm. like I can't let, like I could easily let get angry being like, oh my God, you cooked my eggs wrong. You know, and it's just like, think about it from the other perspective. This person's a hardworking cafe. They're really busy. This wait staff's like probably not getting paid much, you know, like it's just eggs at the end of the day. You probably won't come back to the cafe. Just leave it at that. You know, like I don't let small stuff, let it affect the rest of my day. Um, And I guess if I am feeling flat, I'm like, okay, I don't feel like gymming, go for a walk. Like I try to find ways that, make me feel good 
-hmm. even if I'm not feeling great, even if that's just sitting with a coffee and sitting at the beach, like sometimes that's it. And then I walk away and be like, I feel so good. (laughs) You know, I I try not to let it bring it. It's it's one thing to let yourself have one of those days, but to let it have, I guess, a roll-on effect. I try my best to, to, to not let it. And I, I don't know, I, I guess it's a very good mindset. I guess Nate has really helped me in that sense and saying, you know, sometimes bringing me back to earth when I have anxiety about things, because it's normal, normal to feel anxious about everything. We're all human beings. It's, it's a normal emotion. I think, yeah, I guess accepting that it's normal is the first part to, I guess, it. Yeah, totally. And I am curious, like making a big jump, like moving country and cause it's fresh for you. I did it about a decade ago and like, I'm like, yeah, it's fine. Like not a big deal. I know there are plenty of people who are sitting in a situation that they are not happy with. Now yeah. you and I are cut from the same cloth, but like that just won't do for me. I'm like, well, what are we going to do about it? If you could kind of give some advice to someone who's in that situation, considering you've just done it, if they do want or whatever, what was kind of that process like for you? Did you just kind of have a goal and you went with it or was there a lot of emotion attached to moving? There was a hell of a lot of emotion attached to it because okay. um, I guess I'm I'm just freshly 25. Mm-hmm. There, You grow up with this mindset. By the time you're 25, you're going to have a house. You're going to have kids. You're going to, like, I don't know if it's just a woman thing, but we just have this, I don't know, it's the movies probably. But, <laughs> well, know, it's like playing like Barbie when you're younger and, like, she's done all of this and having yeah. a timeline in the corner of your screen is also not helpful. Like, that's been no, a huge of mine because I'm like, oh, I'm – I never acknowledge the good things I'm done because it hasn't been done on the timeline in which I thought it would be. So Yeah, and that was really hard for me to let go, I guess, because, you know, the thing is to, it's a very old school mindset I've really come to realize um, because the thing was you grow up, you have kids, you get a good job, support your career. Um, and, like, that's all in well. That's no, you know, um, demanding, I guess, other people that are doing that. Um, that was my goal. You know, I was striving to to get a house. I was working in the hospital and I, I wasn't earning great money. I was working mega hours and I was just tired all the time. And I was like, oh my God, I I can't, I can't do this anymore. So I moved into um, the cosmetic realm where I was earning a lot more money. And I thought at that time, having more money would give me more freedom Um, and I guess I I moved into that and I succeeded really, really well at that. And then we actually signed on to a house. Um, we'd been looking in the market for a very long time and we signed on to a house and it was my 25th birthday and we weren't meant to come to Australia. And we'd always said, oh, should we move to Australia type of thing? But we never had any sort of drive to officially do it. We just looked at the lifestyle. We're like, oh, that'd be cool to do one day. and we, yeah, we signed on to a house and the following weekend we were like, oh, look, we've signed the agreement. Um, we are going to go on a holiday because Nate was like, oh, you know, we should be putting this money towards our deposit and all these sort of things. And I was like, no, nah, we're only going for three days to Sydney. You can't spend that much money. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we we literally came here and we've got a very like active mindset, fitness and gym and healthy eating is and getting up early and like I was one of those people that was up at Mission Bay at 6 a.m. in the morning, rain, rain or shine and 
I was already practicing the things that I really wanted. Um, and I guess we came here and we sat on Bondi, we sat on the deck and we were meant to go to Toddy's, which is a very famous burrata and bread place here in Sydney. And Nate was like, oh, I'm looking for jobs. And I was like, yeah, what? And I was like, oh, do you feel this way too? And he was like, yeah. Um, and I was just like, I think, I think we're going to move. Like I, it just felt right. Like we and were we just, all goosey. <laughs> yeah, no, we it, like you genuinely just know. And the Absolutely. thing is, is looking back now, I didn't see it, but we were looking for a house for ages. We signed onto a house. The house got like a building report and there was leaks and all these things. So there was lots of red flags that weren't happening. There was, you know, obviously hoops that you have to jump through with the banks. And there was a lot of backtracking and I knew I was pushing it but I was like very much if it's meant to be mine it will be mine but I also understood the whole housing process is a a hurdle in itself so I thought oh you know I've never I've never done this before but this is probably how it's it's like stressful for everyone Mm -hmm. um but I think looking back I was like that that was a that was not meant to be um and it was really hard because I had worked so hard in my aesthetic realm to build up a really big client base um and I was earning amazing money and I had a lot of freedom but I was like to myself deep down I knew it wasn't ticking all the boxes that I wanted and so yeah we came back after our three-day holiday and Nate was meant to go to Wendy's and um, that week and he, he hopped in the car with no shirt because here in Bondi, it's a very big topless shirt, you know, right. like it's Bondi Beach, you know, you can go straight to the beach to the supermarket and wearing nothing basically. Um, and he hopped in the car with no shirt on. I said, where's your shirt? And, you know, you don't go to Wendy's with no shirt on in New Zealand. Like that's just a very, like you're bound yeah. to get really bad looks. I said, where's your shirt? He goes, nah, I'm a Bondi boy now. Um, (laughs) and so we went that first like couple of weeks I was just in tears driving to work and I was just like nah like I it's hard to explain but it genuinely felt like spirit like it Mm -hmm. when you experience a a heartbreak Mm -hmm. if you've ever experienced Mm -hmm. one you know that deep piercing feeling you just know that's exactly how I felt and um I had a really really good boss and she's she's the same very spiritual in terms of you know manifesting and all those things and I I broke down to her and I said oh I think I'm gonna move and this was in within two weeks and she goes oh I think you've just got holiday blues and I was in my head I was like I think it's more than that yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> no um, so yeah wow. we we um we came home and I said, yeah, I think we're going to move. And so we pulled out of the house. We had yep. to have a deadline decision by that Friday. We pulled out. And as soon as we pulled out, we just had this instant like, Wait. oh, like that just felt so good. And it was, I was in tears because it was something I'd been fixated on for so long and had worked hard towards for so long. Mm-hmm. And I kind of was just like, I feel like I don't want to look back and be like you should have just done it you know like we were and the um, interest rates were really high at that time you know we were going to be paying about like $1,800 a week and I thought that's not living (laughs) I was like like, I've got this great income and this great lifestyle and then I was like I'm not going to have any life I'm going to be working to live and I said, life's just just so short. Like, I want to be able to be living to, like, you know, the other way around. I want to be uh, 
it to be working for me, not the other way around. And so, yeah, um, I guess three months went by. We were putting all our money and eggs in our basket to be able to move. And um, and then I obviously was like, I content creation was starting to blow off a little bit. And I was like to myself, I I think I'm I think I'm going to do content creating. Like I want to give it a go. Like. I'm a very type of person, if I'm going to do something, I've got to put all the eggs in the basket. And I said to myself, I gave 100% to cosmetics. I've done a degree. I can always fall back on it. Why not do something else? And so I thought, and it was so funny because as soon as I made that decision and I, um, I in my lunch break, I made this whole, because my partner's very um, structure orientated. So he's a spread, oh. except spreadsheet dedicated oh. to everything. So he re- so I was like, I've got to make a slideshow for him. So I made this <laughs> slideshow for him of how I was going to do this content creating and how it was yeah. going to work. And and so he came home after a really light night of coaching and I sat him down and I gave him a full presentation. He said, go for it. And I was like, are you sure? And he was like, yep. And I was like, amazing. And then the next day I woke up to five new paid partnership emails and I was like this is weird like it's so funny as soon as you open the door or make a move everything else will just fall into place and I feel like as soon as I've let go and really just let the universe do its thing everything has just but I think it's also because I don't have any expectation either you know, so I'm never disappointed. Which is really good. I think sometimes I fall into the, I don't know if you know about like masculine and feminine energy, but sometimes I fall into the masculine energy of like wanting something to work so bad, like you with the house that I'm strangling it and I'm seeing flags go up, but I, Mm -hmm. because I want it and I'm driven like you are and goal orientated and I'm like, oh, a no is not a no. A no is (laughs) my goal. Go figure it out. Um, And so learning to kind of like you're saying, like, and especially when it is your income source and stuff, there is those pressures, you know? So I think learning to kind of do exactly what you're saying and be more in the feminine energy, know that I'm putting all the good stuff out there and that that will come back and reward me as something I used to be really good at. And I think when you go through seasons of stuff not working out, it can be really easy to switch back into that mindset of like, scarcity and then all you're doing is putting out scarcity so then you're blocking opportunities as well so it's sort of a roundabout way of asking like when you find yourself or your mindset because I know you believe in manifestation like when you start to be thinking doubt or thinking negative and stuff do you have any tips for people of how to like roadblock it and go around it honestly I I do have moments of self-doubt and I think that's just normal um I it it's just Do you worry though that your self-doubt might be loud and then it will manifest into things or sometimes like even now I have obviously moved into the content creation world and as you know paid partnerships you'll do the work and you don't get paid for another 30 days or the following month (laughs) and so you know you know and sometimes some brands are literally delayed in paying and and all that sort of stuff so I knew coming in that the first month I'm moving into a whole new world. I'm an established creator in New Zealand, but I'm not in Australia. And the the market here is so saturated. So I knew that was going to be a really big challenge. Yeah. Um, 
And I guess just navigating that, being like being prepared as much as possible, being like this is normal, this is what's going to happen. Um, and yeah, there was definitely moments where I was like, oh my God, like, you know, am I doing the right thing? And, you know, lucky Nate had his Excel spreadsheet. So he was like, yep, babe, we've got two weeks until you get paid because then, you know, and then I knew at the start it was going to be a roll-on effect. And even now, you know, um, I have moments of it and it's, I I just have this mindset where I'm like, no, okay, you're going to figure it out. Like, it, it'll work out. It will. I'm like, I've just got to stay delusional. Otherwise, yeah, right, right. I'm, no, no, I'm right there with you. As soon as I say those words, something comes up, an email comes up and I'm like, wow, this is amazing. I'm like, this is just another whole level of like, as soon as you just let yourself immerse in it, it, it just happens. And everyone always says as well, like, oh, you're so lucky. But the thing is, is like you have to be doing the work like I had to be yeah you're not just sitting there in Sydney like I'm ready yeah no like (laughs) you know like if I you have to be doing the things that you want you know like people talk about I want to earn this I want to have this and it's like but you've got to start practicing those things and that's why when I lived even back in New Zealand I was like I want to become a morning person um, and I, I got up every day at 6am and I was like, you've just got to keep the promises to yourself. Like okay. the only way that you can outprove, I guess, self-doubt is you've got to keep the promises to yourself first. You can't expect anyone else to give you to keep the promises if you can't keep them for yourself. If you say you're going to go to the gym, go to the gym. And like, don't get me wrong. We all have those days where I'm like, I really don't feel like going today, you know? And it's like, okay, how can I move my body in another way? Go for a walk. Like a walk takes no energy really, you know, like you can burn 500 calories just doing, you know, a walk to the supermarket and back. Um, and so, yeah, I guess, I guess I can't really answer your question, but I did a bit of a roundabout. No, no, that that does answer it. I think that's a a a beautiful answer. And yeah, it's it's really exciting to talk to you in this chapter because I know that your story, whether you know, whether you're aware of it or not, is inspiring a lot of people. I think it's really hard to leave your comforts. And you were in a situation that was fine. You know, you it, it was fine. But like there was nothing there's the thing as well, is people think that when you move, there's something wrong. And there was literally nothing wrong. Like, if anything, there is a lot of people that probably wanted what exactly what I had. I just have this real big desire of, like, there's going to be more. Like, I already, like, I already see my life. Like, I already know what car I'm, like, I actually spoke to Georgie Stevenson that you may, may or may not know her. She has a podcast as well. And I saw her at the recent Naked Harvest event and I I did go up to her and I said, you know, like two years ago, three years ago in lockdown, I was working as a nurse and I listened to your podcast and, you know, she said, close your eyes and manifest the life that you want. And like, think about it. It's like, oh yeah, I want this car and I want this thing. But like, think about the feeling. Like, how do you feel when you wake up in the morning? What, what are you doing? Do you have two kids? Do you have one kid? Do you have no kids? What are you doing in the morning? What does it look like? Are you pouring a coffee? Are you getting a sunrise? Like, 
What does your day routine look like for you in your life? And then I just looked at it and I was like, I tell you what, a nursing salary is not going to get me it. (laughs) Interesting. Yeah. I was like, the the thing that I'm doing right now is not doing the things that I want. And so I thought, okay, I need to make a change. So I made a change. And then I realized I was, I was, I had, you know, began to have financial freedom, but I didn't have time freedom and I didn't have, you know, um, location freedom. I had to be stuck there for clients. I had to be at this time at this work. And I thought to myself, imagine having time freedom, financial freedom, and, you know, location freedom. Like imagine being able to earn what I earn anywhere in the world and to be doing it whenever I want to do it. And I was like, shit, I'm just getting paid to live. (laughs) That's pretty awesome. And I was like, what if I tried? You know, like people, I feel like in New Zealand, it's a really bad culture where it's like frowned upon to try. Like it's, you know. I think it's getting better. I try not to shit on it too. I do think it's getting better, but I do agree with you. Until you've reached success because you trying, unfortunately for some weird reason, makes everybody feel like you're shitting on them. Like it's like, it's like you're taking away, like. You trying is highlighting for me my insecurities of not trying. And it's like, yeah. that's what makes people uncomfortable. And it's such a and weird. Even, yeah. And like even now, that doesn't change anything for me, except for being like, that's fucking awesome. And, <laughs> gets it. and if she does, I'll read, I'll read the book when she sells it and try to figure it out, you know, like. Yeah, exactly. You know. And I think even since moving here, it's so weird. I get a lot of Kiwis being like, oh my God, it's so cool to see a Kiwi striving. And I'm like, Y'all didn't say that when I was doing the same shit back in New Zealand. I'm like, I'm really confused, you know. I think we want it. We're just hesitant and it's, uh, yeah, I wish that would shift. I'm I'm trying my best. I'm trying to be like the most supportive cheerleading friend because I think that's a huge shift that we can can make today is like supporting your friend's business, supporting their ventures and and not being the I told you so's when things don't work out. (laughs) hundred percent. And that's the thing as well, as even me now, I, I, I could easily come on my story and, and be like, oh, I see, I told you so I do, you know, but I'm, that's negative in itself. And that's not me as a person either, you know, because whenever I was at a table and I was sharing those experiences or when people asked me what I was up to and I could tell they were they were taking it as a self-reflection on themselves. I was like, I can just focus on the things that I can control. Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you, I'm I'm your friend. I If I am really your friend, I can tell you anything. I can be able to share my good moments and my low moments. Um, and I want you to do the same because I, the thing is, I genuinely want the best for you too, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it gets to a point where you realize that sometimes you can't bring other people with you. They have to have a choice. And so when I let that go, that because I wanted all these things and these people talked about it but didn't want to put the actions in, you kind of, I'm like, come on, like, come on, you know, and then you kind of realize some people you can't. And so as soon as I kind of cut those strings where it was like, you've got to focus on yourself and prioritize what you're doing and the things that you want and 
people will follow if that's what they want to do. You don't have to bring them, you don't have to bring everyone with you. If that uh, makes which is sense. hard because I think when you have a good heart, you want, especially if you want the good things that you're experiencing for your friends as well, but you're right. Like you can't force yeah. that on people, which is a heart, especially when you probably see the potential or like, yeah. And I'm like, you're so good at this. Like you yeah. should do this. I'm yeah. like, yeah, go like, and you know, they're like, Oh, I'm not sure. And I'm like, you know what, just do it. Cause if worst case scenario, after the six weeks, after doing something, you're going to be like, Oh, that was for me. or that wasn't, you know, the more that you dwell about, oh, I'm not sure, just you've got to make a decision at the end of the day because either you're going to come out of the situation and be like, I learned something from that. And even today, like coming on this podcast, I was really nervous and I thought to myself, you know what, I can just... I'm not very scary. (laughs) No, no, you're not. And the thing is, is I was like, I'm just going to be me. And you know what, I might look back on this podcast and be like, God, you're stupid saying that sort of stuff, you know, but it's all learning at the end of the day. Like I know at the end of this podcast or the next or something else, you're going to be a better person for it. And I think that's the best way that you can be is just be open-minded. You know, we're all people. We're going to say some shit stuff. Like at the end of the day, I think people know when you've got good energy and you've got a good heart, you know, and you can only focus on the things that you can control, you know, and that's one of them is your mindset, how you perceive things. If things, if your eggs are wrong, you know, like you can, you can't control how the eggs are made, but you can control how you react to it. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I guess, yeah. <laughs> so beautiful. Um, I am at my time limit with you, but one question I do ask everyone in the show is what their brain looks like now, because it, it might look like a garden. It might look like a sunset. It might look like crazy cords that are tied in a drawer. I don't know. If you think of your brain and kind of how it operates, what if it was a picture, what does it look like? Um, I feel like it's a, a room full of daisies, oh. but I've got one corner that yep. definitely has some cords in it. <laughs> Good. Great. Yeah. Right, and we'll like how my room is really clean, and then I have this one designated corner to PR stuff that always, or a chair of laundry that always needs to be sorted in the corner, and I know it needs to be done, (laughs) but I'm just going to focus on the good stuff. (laughs) I love that. That's that's a beautiful brain, a very relatable brain as well. (laughs) It's a chair of laundry, like things that need folding, but I'll probably wear them, so I won't. Yes, got it. You know, you know, it's gonna. I'm like, I'll deal with. I know I need to deal with it, and that's one thing as well. Like I've really come to realize I've got avoidance traits, (laughs) you know, and I'm like, that's just normal as a human being, and I'm gonna work on it, you know, because shit, if I if I tackle that dragon, it's all over. Well, here's hoping, not like, hold on, what else is there? Yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> Unless God, I just hope that there's not another lot of um, no. doors under that laundry. Not a mystery door. What is it? Yeah. No. Um, <laughs> hey, thank you so much. What a blast chatting to you. Time went like that. So sorry for going a little bit over, but um, I love you. You're a rock star. Dream big. I don't think Sydney will be your last final resting place. I feel like the world is your oyster and may it be for both you and your partner. Um, go tackle the world. Thank you for spreading your light because your light allows other people permission to shine as well. And I think that's one of the really beautiful things about you. Um, and yeah, it was just such a pleasure. So thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. Thank you.